going on everyone this is the default message for all my podcasts just reminding all of you to follow my instagram diehard underscore or underscore nothing please spread the word about this up and coming podcasts please spread the word to social media please not advertise but just make sure everyone knows what diehard or nothing is and follows on my instagram thank you What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode seven of my podcast, Die Hard or Nothing. I haven't had an episode for basically the last two weeks, a little more. Didn't say my thoughts pertaining to the Jets losing to the Dolphins, 24-0, I may add. And I haven't said anything yet with the Jets losing to the Bills, 18-10, last Sunday, or this past Sunday. So that is what I'm going to talk about today. Start off with the Dolphins' loss. 24 nothing they lost by. They lost to Fitzmagic and the Dolphins. I have nothing but the but I have nothing but respect to Ryan Fitzpatrick. But how the heck did we lose that much? How do we lose to him? No, like I know Joe Flacco was playing, but Joe Flacco isn't like. Hey, right, look, he's not starting material anymore. We know Darnold was hurt, but Flacco isn't like bad, but. Okay, he was bad last week, but you get my point. The only cool thing about that loss, not for the Jets, but for Dolphins, you saw Tua Tago Viola have two completions, I believe. End of the game, he closed it out. Now look, that gives the Dolphins fans hope, and deservedly so. But, look, the Jets lost last week, or two weeks ago. They were 0-6. And to make matters worse, we saw Greg Williams say earlier that week that not all the points are from the defense or because of the defense fault, which is 100% valid. But then you know there's a little rift now between Gase and Williams. And yeah, they talked about it. They obviously were a little passionate on the field about it. And they say that they're good friends now and they are on the same page. I don't believe that for one second, but you gotta have a good image for the team. What did we see? I'm, I'm gonna go to the Bills game because there's nothing else to talk about the Dolphins game. So the Bills game this past Sunday, week 7. They lost 18-10. 18-10. They didn't give up one freaking touchdown to the Bills. They still gave up 18 points. Six field goals by the Bills kicker. And I believe he missed two field goals. He still made six of them. He's going to get AFC Special Teams Player of the Week. Deservedly so. But the Jets lost. Again, the Jets are 0-7. Sam Darnold came back. They scored... Did they? I believe they scored 10 points. Well, they definitely scored 10 points in the first half. Why is that? Adam Gase was not calling plays. Dowell Loggins, the offensive coordinator, was doing that. Now look, I thought he was a genius the first half, but what happened the second half? 
we completely fell apart. The offense fell apart. Defense was spectacular. Look, those 18 points, yes, the defense gave it up, but it was because the offense. We didn't score enough. They were deflated. The whole team was deflated. And the defense gave up 18 points. That is what the defense could do. The defense was busting their asses on the field, trying to give the Jets an opportunity to win. What happened? 0-7. As I've said, 0-and-frickin'-7. We're the only winless team in the league. As of now, we have the number one pick. Now granted, we don't know if Trevor Lawrence is going to stay at Clemson. We don't know if he's going to go. Everyone wants Trevor Lawrence to go into NFL. But everyone, everyone, besides Jets fans of course, are saying he should stay in Clemson if the Jets draft him. Or maybe pull an Eli Manning, be like, if you draft me, you're trading me. And that's what happened. Eli got traded to the, oh, oh my God. He got drafted by the Chargers when they're in San Diego. And San Diego traded them to Giants. And then with the pick that the Giants traded the Chargers, they got Drew Brees. We know what happened to Drew Brees and we know where he is right now. I for, uh, Please forgive me for that tangent. But anyways, like, oh my gosh, we're 0-7. And I didn't mention this yet. We know Le'Veon got cut. He signed with the Kansas City Chiefs. He had two runs of 16 plus yards, I believe so. I think I read that he only had one carry the whole entire tenure that he was on the Jets. That was 16 plus yards. That is inexcusable from him. Inexcusable from offensive line. Inexcusable from the coaches. I have no more words, but as you can see from this title and numerous episodes, like the title of my podcast, I'm a diehard fan. Yes, I did not do a podcast right after the Dolphins lost. Yes, I did not do a podcast right after the Bills lost. That doesn't make me not a fan. I just honestly didn't get to doing a video and an episode. It just honestly breaks my heart, man, that the Jets are this low. Now look, they're beneath rock bottom. They reached rock bottom two weeks ago. Or, actually, uh, they reached rock bottom when they cut Le'Veon Bell. We know Adam Gase's time is up. Uh, I think, unfortunately, Sam Darnold's time is up unless Trevor Lawrence does not declare for the draft. Like... I don't know what what happened in that scenario, but Sam Darnold's playing for his job for the future. And look, I want Sam Darnold to succeed wherever he goes next. I don't think it's best for him to be with the Jets. Not best for the Jets to be with him, but more so, it's not the best in Sam Darnold's interest to be with the Jets. Um, Look, everyone loves Sam Darnold. The saying was, suck for Sam. They wound up drafting him third overall. We know what happened. But he needs good coaching around him. He's had Todd Bowles. He's had Adam Gase. He's had, well, counting Dowell Loggins, four different offensive play callers, I believe. Inexcusable. Not on Sam Darnold's part, just the Jets. 
you feel bad for the kid. And look, we know uh, Jets are one game away from guaranteeing a non-winning record for like the 11th or 12th straight year. It's really sad, y'all. It's really sad. Now look, I honestly don't know what the future holds, but this is what I hope. Obviously, fire Adam Gase. If we get the number one overall pick and Trevor Lawrence is fine with declaring for the draft and is fine with the Jets, then you draft him. But look, you can't draft a guy without a, a coach. Who's going to be your coach? This is the coach I want. Eric Bieniemy. A former Bengals wide receiver, now um, NBC analyst, Chris Collinsworth, agrees. He wants him to sign Eric Bieniemy. He wants him to draft Trevor Lawrence. What can get better than that? Obviously Super Bowl, but you know, you got to start somewhere. I think Eric Bieniemy is the answer. But again, there are coaches out there. Don't remember the guy's name off the top of my head, but uh, the head coach from Iowa State, his name's gaining some steam. Now look, as bad as it is that the Jets are losing, whenever you have a head coach search, whenever your team is searching for a new head coach, it's entertaining as heck. Whenever you need a new quarterback, semi-entertaining as heck. You get my point. I'm ready. I'm ready. And look. I've been so sad over the course of my life that I've watched sports because a lot of my teams have lost. But I'm at that point that I understand the business. Now look, if we get a new coach and we get a new quarterback, you're somewhat going to rebuild. It could be a full rebuild for Joe Douglas. He, We know Joe Douglas answers calls for everyone. He entertains offers for everyone. Might not want to trade that player, but look, he's going to listen. I've been patient for 11 to 12 years with the Jets. I don't want to be patient anymore, but if that's what it's going to take for the Jets to win a Super Bowl, by all means, I'm in. The real question is, are the other Jets fans in too? Now, uh, speaking of Le'Veon Bell, who do we play this coming Sunday? The Kansas City Chiefs. Who is on that team? Le'Veon Bell. He's going to have a good game against the Jets. I, I just know. Look, no hard feelings with Le'Veon. I have hard feelings with Jamal Adams. None with Le'Veon Bell. He deserves to succeed, but also he needs to prove that he deserves to succeed. I want the best for him. And uh, look, we know Sam Darnold's probably not coming back. I want the best for him as well. It's just been so long, so damn long to have one of my teams win. Mets are on the rise, as, as any sports fan should know if you pay attention to baseball. Steve Cohen's vote is going to be later this week. And I read by Andy Martino from SNY. TV that Steve Cohen has at least 25 yes votes. He needs 29 in total. Or, I mean, like, look, 
there's 30 teams, 29 other teams. The Mets are one of the teams that vote yes. And you need 23 in total. So we need 22 more, and apparently it's 25. It's looking bright for the Mets. But this episode, we're talking about the Jets. Like, I like to have a positive outlook on all my sports teams. Which, look, I'm beginning to get more patient with teams. I don't want to be patient. As I said earlier in this episode, like, how much longer do I need to be patient with the Jets? I wasn't patient as a little kid. But look, you get older, you get wiser, you understand sports more. You understand concepts more, different concepts. And pertaining to sports teams, you understand the business more. It's unfortunate, but if you have a rebuild, you gotta be patient. Now look, I don't wanna be patient as I've said like two or three times earlier, but you gotta do what you gotta do. I'm hoping the Jets do a successful rebuild. Why do we gotta rebuild for 11 to 12 years? What is the point of that? Now look, Joe Douglas has I believe three more seasons on his contract. Now look, they could get rid of him this year if they don't like what he's doing. But they signed him to five years for a reason. Because he has a plan and they're trying to be patient with him. But we also have no wins. We're 0-7. We're versing the Chiefs this coming Sunday. And then the week after that, so what this coming week would be week eight, week nine. Monday Night Football against, I don't know, Cam Newton, Stidham, and the Patriots on Monday. I don't know who their quarterback's going to be, but look, any team's beatable. As we could see from this past Sunday, Patriots are beatable as well. It's time the Patriots know that their time is up. I want the Jets to win. But look, if the Jets could be undefeated... Like, let's say they didn't lose any games. They could be undefeated and still have the number one pick somehow. I would love that. I want the Jets to win. But when it comes to draft, you want them to have the number one pick. Or a high pick. I don't want them to lose. I don't want them to tank. If they get the number one pick, they get the number one pick. If they get top five, top five, top ten, you know, so on. You get the point. But, yeah, it's just, it's unfortunate, man. Very unfortunate. Very Sadly, unfortunate. Now look, to close this off, as a Jets fan, I want them to win, obviously. I'm tired of the losing. You have to stay hopeful. You have to stay hopeful. Now look, I've been trying to stay hopeful for 10 plus years, 11 plus years. It gets to you after a while, man, you know? How much longer do I have to deal with the Jets being bad? And look, I'm saying it right here. The Jets stink this year. But I run a podcast called Die Hard or Nothing. I will be a Die Hard fan or not at all. I am a diehard fan. I will be a diehard fan for the rest of my life. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Tune in next episode. Thanks, guys.